Now, this <laughs> is the single cut. That is not a single cut. It's a special. We just decided it's going to be a little, uh, little special for uh, you guys on paper movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Jeremy, how are you doing? Good. Um, I like to thank Encyclopocalypse for sending me a copy of this. Yeah, that's much awesome. appreciated. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, hopefully, they'll, they'll start doing that to the whole Paper Movies crew uh, for novelizations to get get ahead of the game mm-hmm. on those novelization sales. We have this special book that we're going to talk about today. Probably my like favorite movie and novelization. Um, <laughs> That would be Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. This is a novelization by Jeff Strand. Now, what's unique about this is it's it's like a new novelization. It's just something Encyclopocalypse does yeah. every so often. I did a review last year on Manborg. I, I watched that review. Good review. Yeah, and I actually interviewed the author and everything. <laughs> but this book published... Um, this year it's actually coming out officially august 14th on amazon so that's that's the day that you guys will be watching this mm-hmm. um so go pick it up it's a it's a great book it's written by jeff strand now the movie came out in 1978 it's a comedy um a lot of people comedy ish i think a lot of people <laughs> thought it was a real film yeah because it's oh gosh if we can get into real quick attack of the killer tomatoes it's the it's the prime example of a comedy that isn't the comedy parts aren't that funny it's just shot so incompetently and so weird and that's what really is funny about it it's such a bizarre movie it is it is it's all about secrets basically from the government and how Mm -hmm. they backfire on the people and, and also making fun of, um, oh gosh, what was the president before Reagan? Um, Ooh, was it Carter? Yeah, Jimmy Carter. Making yeah. fun of Jimmy Carter. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a classic uh, classic film. Great comedy film, in my opinion. I highly recommend you go check it out. Um, but what I love about this book is it starts off with the mandatory sing-along the intro, the main theme to Attack of the Killer Tomatoes is written out here in, in the book. And th- this it takes place in 1978. Uh, 1978. I, I read present day in 1978 at the same time. So it's, it's present day in 1978. And the, the tomatoes just start killing people. Mm-hmm. And they start growing. Mm-hmm. They get big. They kill people. They eat people. And this film, when I watched it, uh, I, I just randomly stumbled upon it on YouTube, watched it, and I thought, man, that is a really funny movie. And then I think it was like the next day, the same week, I saw that there was a novelization coming out from Encyclopocalypse. So I was like, I have to get this. And I picked up from their website the um, mass, market, mass market paperback. Um, like it's part of the retro line, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Um, but what, what were you, some of your favorite parts about the story of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes? You some of my favorite part? parts, or some of my favorite jokes that are added to the novelization. Just whatever, whatever you got. Oh, the Bruce Lee! It's so stupid. Um, 
there's a whole sequence where the world, um, the world, the entire world's fighting the, the tomatoes, which is not in the movie because they did not have the money for that. Right. Which the battle scene in and of itself in the movie is pretty funny because it's clearly toys they're blowing up <laughs> and stuff. But um, in the book, there's the whole there's this whole sequence of their the world's getting invaded by tomatoes. In fact, they do the same chapter twice because it wasn't epic enough. Yeah, that was funny. So it's, there's this cha- it's chapter 22, then chapter 23 happens, and then you have chapter 22 redux. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, in China, they, they uh, thaw out Bruce Lee, and he, he fights all the tomatoes, um, and then they make a joke about Steven Seagal. Who was not a thing yet? Yeah. Yeah. There's, to... there's a lot of. I think there's quite a few things that are mentioned that, uh, like, aren't in the time period that. Oh yeah, there's a whole joke about the Lord of the Rings, and then they tried to backpedal to oh, it's the Ralph Bakshi Lord of the Rings animated movie, and they're like that came out a month after this. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, like one of my favorite parts is. Do you remember that in the in the movie? There's the 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 motorcycle race. There's a motorcycle race, and mm-hmm. a really quick scene mm-hmm. where the guy he he crashes his motorcycle. He sees a tomato, and he's like, "Whoa, funky little tomato!" And then his girlfriend like walks over and sees him and just screams. And it's it. That's it. Move on to the next scene. Mm-hmm. The chapter is so long in the book; it drags it out and adds so much stuff. It this book had me laughing out loud on many occasions. I just think it's pure genius. And like you mentioned right before we started recording, the fourth wall breaking mm-hmm. was fantastic. So much. I've never seen it. It's like, a, it's like the very best Deadpool comics where Deadpool has like three voices in his head. Yeah. He's having conversations with, with all of them, which you find out later, spoilers. He and this, I think it was a either a superhero or it was a villain named Madcap. They blew up and disintegrated, and then Deadpool reformed with Madcap's ashes. So it's a totally different character that's just one of the voices in his head. It's like that, but it's the author and the editor will just have a conversation periodically. Yeah, yeah, and even the author would like make notes and stuff, and mm-hmm. like hey, maybe that was a bad idea or something, and. It's it's a funny funny book, and it adds so much more stuff. Like in the film, um, mm-hmm. like the scene close to the beginning of the movie, there's a helicopter crash, mm-hmm. and it was like okay, that was kind of a poorly shot scene. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some jokes well, it was an caught. actual accident. Yeah, it, the the helicopter actually crashes, and there's some jokes that are made about it, but they mm-hmm. don't really hit that well until after you read the novelization where it keeps going with this joke about the pilot and like one of the guys is like how's the pilot and he's like who cares about the pilot and it just kind of keeps going on like the pilot's like waiting for help or something and like yeah, yeah they tell him to go back in the wreckage yeah like yeah he gets out like get back in there it, this is some funny stuff um and i love the uh the paratrooper mm-hmm. oh yeah i can't remember the name of his character but i, I just love that through the whole time, like after his introduction, he, he comes from the sky in his parachute, 
the whole time he's dragging his parachute behind him. I, I, he goes. I like the master of disguise. <laughs> yeah. The whole tomato cannibalism scene is another yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Which is barely, barely touched upon in the film. Yeah, I, I don't want to spoil that. Yeah, there's That's, there's a lot that I don't want to want to spoil with the the, the final because we could just talk about every single joke in this and we'd be here for like two hours. A long time. A lot of it probably inappropriate for today's. Well, audience. they make they make light of that in the book. They do because there's an uncomfortable scene involving a reporter lady. In the movie that just didn't age well, yeah. With and the, so the they, they have like a, a rebuttal to that. Yeah, and it's so like tastefully done. It's it doesn't taste... like you're not like oh they're trying to rewrite things and like, it's so funny. No, yeah, it just makes light of it. And and we say there's a lot added to this, but the audiobook which I got sent a copy of is only four and a half hours. Four and a half hours unabridged. Oh wow. That's yeah, pretty, it's pretty a short cool. book. Yeah, I mean it, the 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 mass market paperback has a whole bunch of uh, photos from the film. Mm -hmm. It's got movie stills and it has like uh, I think production photos. Yeah, behind the scenes photos. They're all black and white, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, but man, the uh, the final like the big grand finale that's mm -hmm. like not in the film at all, like how they everything gets resolved it's totally different mm -hmm. the book has it it's like so entertaining so entertaining and then the it's like full of action the uh whole bunch of helicopters and stuff it's it's really cool but, yeah because they didn't have money yeah they didn't have the budget to film this stuff so it was just kind of like everybody stomping on tomatoes in the film and the the song that plays to oh, puberty love yeah puberty love the worst song ever written yeah it's so funny I highly recommend that people go pick up this book. I mean, if you want a good laugh, it's just a good time book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, I'm interested in listening to the audiobook now. You should. Highly recommend it. <laughs> so silly. We did this little introduction thing at work, and we get, people were talking about favorite books, and I put down Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Room got silent. Nobody talked about it. And I was like, it's an awesome book. And everybody's like. I don't get it. Yeah. No, I showed, showed Gabby the film, my, my fiance, and she didn't get it. We <laughs> ate some edibles and everything. We laughed at a few things, but. I, yeah. I love oh, that. the giant robot fighting the giant tomato. That was New brilliant. York. That was, that was that was great with the the guy who's intentionally dubbed badly to make fun of the the Toho Godzilla movies. Yep, yeah, that joke plays out pretty well in the film, and it worked excellent in the book. I was thinking about that when I got the book. I was like, that was one of my favorite things, like the <laughs> audio dubbing thing. Like, How are they going to do that in the book? And it just says like poorly dubbed. So I thought it was, it was good. Um, See, there was another thing that uh, really stood out to me. Uh, now I can't remember exactly what it was. Um, you think you mentioned it. Uh, the, the Mason Dixon, the guy's main character, mm -hmm. uh, one of the main characters, his name's Mason Dixon. And I didn't understand the joke at first. 
and everybody when he introduces himself he's like mason dixon and people are just respond like the line and i was like what is this what are we talking about i didn't get it and then finally i looked it up and it's like a like borderline in uh, i think uh the east coast between oh, states. Is it? i didn't know well we're not east coast people no this is this is true <laughs> this is true but yeah i mean i don't really have too much else to add other than no no go story. check it out so that was pretty solid love to cover that yeah, I will yeah. say it, it is different than any other novelization we've ever read. That, and that that's true. I, I can honestly say it's it's an experience. Sometimes it's a little much, um, but it, it's a book that if you want to have a laugh, you're gonna have a few laughs. Oh yeah, definitely. So now it doesn't take itself seriously at all. No. Like uh, the little, t there's like several little Timmies throughout the book too. Oh yeah, that was funny. So if you think Attack of the Killer Tomatoes is dumb, you're wrong. You need to um, pick up this novelization, read it, then watch the film, and see which one uh, you guys think is better. Um, I, I think the novelization's a lot better. I I do too. I do it's too. really fun to listen to. I, I'm gonna have to check it out on audio for sure. Mm -hmm. But, it's fairly um, short and well worth your time. Yeah. What would you rank it? Oh man, I'm gonna have to give this an A plus. Okay. I, I it, it just it made me laugh. I thought it was hilarious. I kept reading stuff out loud to my wife, and she's like, "This is insane. This is a, an insane story." I was like, "You have no idea." Yeah, it might be a five out of five. I think for me, it's there's nothing like it. That's that's the thing. I've never yeah. read something. And it's not my thing to read a comedy book. Yeah, me neither. And like, it, it really surprised me. Yeah, it makes me want to check out more of Jeff Strand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so. definitely. So, um, we recommend this one. You guys need to go pick it up, check it out. Um, we've got Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull coming up. Ooh, another soon. comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk all about that one here at the end of the month. So be sure to tune in for that one. For sure. For oh, sure. And uh, check out, I'm coming out with a Moonraker single cut. My uh, Christopher Wood. So that'll, that'll be coming out soonish. Okay. All right. Well, folks, uh, that that thumbs up and subscribe if you haven't yet. Mm -hmm. so. Bye. Bye.